Welcome to day two of these five days. Today is all about being a confident and courageous CEO. So just touching on yesterday, so we looked at getting off that roller coaster and actually going and sitting in the seat of the driver, the controller, so that you can observe your business on its journey of ups and downs and loop-de-loops, but you're not actually on it, right? So you're two separate things and now you are in charge of your business. So we all know logically that we're in charge of the business and its growth. But I see so many people taking a back seat, okay? You might do things like making decisions based on what your current clients want from you, which firstly, your current clients don't get to make business decisions for you. That maybe if they were your boss, yes, but they're not. You are your own business and so they don't get to make those decisions. They get to decide if they wanna work with you, but they don't get to decide what happens in your business. But also, no client is gonna stay with you forever. Clients are gonna come and go. That is just natural, it's what happens. You know, clients who are with you right now, they're probably not gonna be there in 10 years time because business changes, life changes, and you might outgrow them, they might outgrow you, all of the things that can happen, and that's normal. So why would you make a permanent decision about your business based on a temporary person, right? I want you to start making decisions for you. But I see it all the time where people make decisions based on their clients. They might say things like, oh, but my clients wouldn't like that. That doesn't matter, right? It's your business. So the second thing I see a lot of is people accepting, just accepting things. So it might be, oh, the algorithm just doesn't work for me. So I'm not going to put content out anymore. Or the economy's bad. So I'm just going to like pause the business for now. Or I'm just not a lucky person. So there's no point. So it's finding something external and being like, because of this thing, I give up. And then the third thing I see a lot of is avoiding making those difficult decisions altogether. So there might be some decisions that you need to make in the business. It might be about what you do next or about what you say yes to or what you um, invest money in, like all sorts of different decisions. And only you can make those decisions because you're in charge of your business. But I see a lot of people avoiding those decisions. Like you don't want to make them. So you either just don't make them. And so you sit in this kind of limbo of not saying yes and not saying no and doing nothing. And then you end up stuck and you look back and across the last couple of years that like you haven't really moved because you haven't made any decisions. Or you make a decision and then you you think, oh my God, I've done the wrong thing. And what if this and what if that? And um, you might see an example of this in like if you invested in... I don't know, let's say you hired your own virtual assistant and you were like, right, I've made a decision, but then you don't have that self-trust. And so you're like, oh, what if I've made the wrong decision? What if this is a bad investment? What if they mess me around? What if they don't do a good job? Oh, and your head spirals to the point where you self-sabotage and ruin it because you either tell the person, actually, I don't want to work with you anymore, or you might self-sabotage in the sense of like, you don't give them what they need. And you kind of say to yourself, oh, well, that's a them problem because they didn't do the work. But actually, you didn't really show up either because you were worrying about the decision that you made. So what you're doing there by avoiding making decisions based on your business rather than your clients or avoiding making decisions or deciding I'm not going to do this thing because of this external thing. What you're doing is avoiding being a CEO, right? Because if you think I want to do the work. I'm a social media manager, so I want to do the social media management. But you don't want to do any of the other kind of harder things of running a business, like making the decisions. All you're doing there is doing the work rather than being the CEO. 
and I don't say this as like it's not it's not a bad thing it's normal because that's your talent that's where you thrive and that's what you love to do but what you're becoming there is is a member of staff without the perks right if you were being a social media manager for a company at least you would have things like holiday pay and sick pay and maternity leave and all these other things if you are doing that for yourself but not taking on the responsibility of being a ceo that's what you're becoming. You're becoming a member of staff without the perks. So what I really want is for you to step into that role of CEO. And I know that a lot of people talk about being a CEO and it's kind of like a bit buzzwordy and it's a bit like, oh, cringe, you know. But what I actually mean is I want you to step into the role of being in charge of your own business rather than letting it be a passive thing that you kind of sit there in the passenger seat and you're like, oh, okay, I guess this is what's happening now because that only happens when you've gotten out of the driver's seat. Okay. So what I want for you is to feel in control of the day-to-day -day runnings of your business. I want you to get up in the morning and be like, this is what's happening today because this is where we're going. And if anything comes up, like something doesn't go to plan, a client ends their contract, a client speaks to you not very nicely, anything like that, you handle it because you are the CEO and you get to handle those things rather than just letting it fester and make you feel even worse. But I also want you to feel in control of the long-term growth of your business so that you know exactly where you're going, right? So there are three key things I wanna talk about today. The first one is your clients are not the CEO. You make the decisions, your clients do not make the decisions for you. They get to decide if they stay or go. So if you decided I'm gonna hire a team and so rather than me supporting all my clients, my team are now going to work with my clients. It's possible that a client or two might say, I don't like that. I don't want that. That's fine. They have the ability to make their own decisions and step away and choose to hire somebody else. And that's totally fine. That is just how it works. But you also need to do the same thing and make decisions for your business. So if you've been wanting to hire a team because you're at capacity and you're like, oh yeah, but I can't do it because my clients will hate it and they might all leave me. All you're doing there is stopping your own growth because you're in fear of what your clients may or may not think of it. Those clients are probably gonna have already left you in a couple of years time because there will be a natural turnover. So you need to make those decisions for you because what's gonna be around long-term is you in this business. So you need to make decisions based on what you want from this business and not based on what your clients want. So if you decide, I don't like doing calls in the morning. Like for me, I get anxious in the mornings. I don't like doing calls in the morning. And then a client says to you, oh, can we do a call in the morning? In that moment, you have a decision to make. Do you stick by what you've chosen for yourself and trust that you chose those rules for yourself with good intentions? Or do you tread all over your boundaries and say yes to your client? Because a lot of people will say yes to the client. But actually... Trust is really important and self-trust is the most important. So at the point where you make promises to yourself of this is a boundary, this is a rule I'm going to stick to, this is how I'm going to work, this is what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do, and then you trample all over that trust, you're breaking that trust with yourself, which is really, really big. And yes, I get that your clients are important. Like I'm going to talk about this um, later in the week. Your clients are incredibly important because your business wouldn't run without them. Of course, you should be giving a good service, but you also need to trust that you know yourself as the CEO. And if you decide that you shouldn't take calls in the morning because that's not when you were at your best, you need to trust that you've made that decision for the right reason and not bend it for every single client. Because if you do that, you will end up with all of these rules in your business that, that you've decided make you function at your best, 
But then whenever a client says, oh, can we do this instead? Or, oh, can you do that? Or can we have a call here? You're going to say yes. And then you end up bending over backwards for everybody else. You don't put yourself first. And then you're going to get overwhelmed. It's not going to feel good. The second thing is I want you to get really clear on what your vision for this business is. Because I see a lot of people kind of floating through day to day. It's like, oh, I'm going to do my to-do list today. And then I'm going to go to bed, wake up tomorrow, do my to-do list tomorrow. But there's no real direction. There's no real intention behind anything. And it's really hard to grow if you don't know where you're going, right? It's like walking around with Google Maps up, but you've not put a destination in. It feels like you're, you know, you're running out of energy and you're tired at the end of every day. You've been walking for miles, but you've not got anywhere because you don't know where you're going. So forget what's going viral online. Forget what everyone else is doing. Forget what your friend said worked really well. Forget that new strategy that everybody's talking about. Lean into what you want. And you need to take some time for yourself here. So if you're running around serving clients all the time, you need to set aside some time where you sit by yourself and really ask yourself the deeper questions of why are you doing this? Why do you run this business? How are you trying to change people's lives with your business? What is the end goal for you? At what point would you feel like I've made it? I've done the thing I wanted to do. Because when you figure out what your direction is, then it's so much easier to do what we were talking about earlier and make decisions. Because if you know... My goal is to write a book, for example, a book on marketing. Then anytime a, a decision comes your way, you ask yourself, does this get me closer to my goal of writing my marketing book? Yes or no. And it makes it so much easier to make those decisions. It, they will still feel hard, right? You still might have difficult decisions to make where it affects other people or you're having to turn down things because you're trusting that it's the right thing to do. So I'm not saying it's going to feel easy emotionally, but it will be much clearer which decision is the right decision for you because you know where you're trying to get to. A lot of the time when you're feeling like you're really indecisive and you don't know what you should be doing or what you should say yes and no to, it's because you don't know where you're going. So how can you know which decision is the best decision for you? So Get really clear on what you're actually doing this for. Zoom out a little bit rather than being super zoomed in on, okay, what do I need to get done this morning? What do I need to get done for my clients this week? Zoom out and look at your life and think, what am I doing with this business? What is the purpose of this business? What am I trying to achieve? Who am I trying to help? What am I trying to help them with? Ask yourself these bigger questions so that you can start to map out, okay, what is the purpose here? And therefore, what does that mean for my decisions? Okay. And then the third thing is I want you to be really honest with yourself. The, and this is hard, right? But I want you to hold yourself accountable. So yesterday we talked about having a growth mindset and we saw that, you know, successful people, they tend to have this growth mindset. Now, most of those people will not have been born with a growth mindset or grown up around a growth mindset. It's something that they've had to work on. And if you think about athletes preparing for, let's say, the Olympics, imagine how much work they put in before they do that race, for example, or before they do that swim. They are training intensely every single day. They are working on, you know, eating the best they can. They've probably got a nutritionist and a doctor and a physiotherapist and a therapist and like all of these different people to try and make them the best version of them. I find it really funny that sometimes we look at um, coaches and we think, oh, coaching is so expensive. No one else invests in coaches. But actually, if you look at really successful people like actors and singers and dancers and um, athletes, 
they all invest in coaching. They all invest in so many things and so many people to support them on where they're going. So there's a lot of work that goes into one singular race or swim or performance. Um, there's that statistic of Beyonce working for eight months when she was, she'd only had kids six months ago for her one performance at Coachella. So she worked eight months for a 90 minute performance. So next time you think, oh, well, not everyone hires a coach, not everyone puts the work in and oh, it looks really quick and easy for everyone else. It's not. It requires some work. So it really requires you looking at yourself and being really honest with yourself. Are you doing the work that you need to be doing? Are you taking the time to think about what your weaknesses are and to work on them? Are you taking the time to get support from other people? Are you opening yourself up to feedback and actually taking that on board? Or are you just going day to day and thinking, oh, why am I not growing? Because it really does require some zooming out and looking at, okay, where does the work need to go from me? You know, I had um, someone I spoke to, a client, who we got on a call with a while ago, and she was saying that she was fed up of not signing more clients. And I said to her, being really honest with yourself on a one to 10 scale, with 10 being the absolute maximum effort, how much effort are you putting in right now? And she said a six. And I've actually written down this message that she sent me a few weeks later. She said... Um, it was a real kick up the bum I needed. I really worked on it the last couple of weeks, actually selling and putting myself out there. And I've signed three clients this week, more than I had in the past three months. Just another reminder to trust myself and I have it in my power to make change in my business. And that was just from one conversation we had where I helped her be honest with herself about the effort that she was actually putting in. If you're putting a six out of 10 effort into growing your business, you're gonna get six out of 10 results. As soon as she actually acknowledged that, and started to put more effort in and be more honest with herself and show up with real intention and direction, she put 10 out of 10 effort in, signed three clients in a week. The very thing that she'd felt like she couldn't do and she hadn't been able to do for three months. And I had a conversation with a one-to-one -one client, you know, just last week where she was saying she didn't have enough signups for this thing that she was running. And I said, if someone said to you, you either put 100% effort into this or you're gonna have to eat like the most boring foods ever for the rest of your life, would you come away from this call and go and put some more effort in? And she laughed and she said yes, because she was able to acknowledge in that moment, I'm I'm complaining that I don't have enough people in, but I'm definitely not giving it 100%. Like there is so much more I could do. And we went through some of the options together. Like, okay, if you were threatened with the most boring food for the rest of your life, what would you go and do differently after this call to get more people signed up? And there were so many things that we hadn't yet tried. So things that she hadn't thought of, because a lot of the time, we are expecting 10 out of 10 results, but we're only giving five out of 10 effort. So it's about being very, very honest with yourself because if you're the CEO of this business, the growth of your business relies on you. And that's a really exciting, really positive thing because it means that it's in your control. But it can also be a really scary thing because it means that if you decide, I can't be bothered or I'm not fitting it right now, or you let that fit, uh, fixed mindset get in the way and you start thinking oh well I'm just not lucky or I don't get opportunities or it's not worth it because no one sees it and you let all those thoughts come up and stop you from doing things you will also stop yourself from being honest about the effort that you're putting in because as we saw yesterday fixed mindset people they don't like failure if they do fail or they realize they haven't done something very well they kind of want to hide it because they don't want that to be seen they see that as a real weakness and they see that as something that is fixed, that they can't improve. So if you're really looking at business with that mindset, this work is going to be really hard to do. And your initial thought might be, well, of course, I'm putting 100% in. But be honest with yourself, are you? And look at how you can make that tiny little 
incremental change. So, okay, you might be putting 50% effort in right now with signing clients or with serving your clients or with marketing or with social media. If you want to get better in that area, try and up it to 60%. Then we can up it to 70%. It doesn't have to be your perfect tomorrow. It's just how can we get a little bit better? So a recap, three things I want you to think about. Your clients are not the CEO, you are. So stop making long-term decisions based on temporary clients. Get really clear on what your vision is for your business because when you know where you're going, it's so much easier to know what you should be doing every single day and to make the correct decisions. And be honest with yourself about the level of work that you're currently putting in and maybe have a look at the success that you're wanting compared to what other people did to get that same level of success. And I, I find it really helpful to watch documentaries on this. Like I mentioned yesterday, the JLo one about the Super Bowl, the Beyonce one about Coachella. These are really like nice fun things to watch in the evening that don't feel like work, but they're a real good reminder of how much effort people are putting in when they want to be successful. And so homework for today is I want you to, like we said, zoom out, step out of your business and put your CEO hat on. Pretend that your business is someone else's business, but you've been hired to be the CEO. Looking at this business that you are the CEO of, what three changes, what three things would you do tomorrow? Because sometimes it's really difficult to make the decisions and to be uh, you know, unbiased because we're so deep in it, right? We're so zoomed in. It's like, oh, I just need to get through my to-do list. I need to do this thing for a client. And it's really hard to zoom out and see things for what it is. So I want you to pretend that you are the CEO of someone else's business. You've been hired to be there. You've been hired to do a good job. There's less emotions involved because it's not your business. You're just working there at the company. What three decisions would you make today? What three things would you go and do? I did this exercise a couple of years ago and it was the exercise that led to me running my very first mastermind. I was getting in my own head and I was thinking, oh no, what if no one signs up? And what if I look like an idiot? And you know, growth mindset stuff wasn't there at that point. I was definitely in a fixed mindset. And then I did this exercise and one of the things I said was I'd, I'd launch a mastermind straight away if I was the CEO of this business, but it wasn't mine. And so I did that. I launched it the next day. So it's a really powerful exercise. But firstly, I want you to list out the three things that you would do. And then I suppose if you're feeling brave, you can go and do those three things. But it's really worth looking at, OK, if these are the three things I would do, why am I not doing them? 